At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. Sorry about that. Technical difficulty there. Oh, uh, now I'm having some with my microphone. What the heck? Uh, I'll tell you what the heck. I'll tell you. And then put a thread lock on this is what I didn't do. Hey, bite we, me in the ass. I'm not even going to touch it because if I touch it, it will spin and spin. I have to put thread lock on. But I don't want to do that until I'm in a studio. Good afternoon, morning, whatever the hell it is to you people out there in listening land. What is going on? I I am speaking to you through the God mic. <laughs> I bit the bullet, went out. And bought the Electro Voice RE20. Now, if you could liken that to a car for the studio audience, that'd be great. Sure. This is the Maserati. (laughs) It doesn't get any better than this. It's a $500 microphone with the shock mount. Oof. I mean, I guess mine's like the Mazda Miata. It's better than the civic but (laughs) now don't fret people scott did not pay five hundred dollars for this i'm actually surprised that i won this on ebay brand spanking new in a box everything was still wrapped in in ev plastic for 300 bucks Ooh. That is makes it even more sexy, doesn't it? Oh, it really does. Oh, it really does. You know, lately, lately, Scott's been on a spending spree. Really have to quit doing this. (laughs) But I had from the pandemic, I had all these points for hotel rooms, all these points for for airfare, all these points for more hotel rooms. All these points for different, I mean, because I didn't do any, I mean, I did, but I didn't. And I had traveled so much right before the pandemic hit that I had tons and tons of points and no place to go. So on top of the new microphone that I just got, I bought a trip to Ohio. (laughs) 
That's right. Bert. Oh, wow. I sound drunk already. I, I also have a uh, I also have a toothache, everyone. So every like 30 seconds, I take a swig of beer to stop the pain. Uh, anyways, so I will be in Ohio September 20th through the 25th. And guess what we're going to do, Bert? Guess. We're, we're going to go. We're going to go watch cars go vroom. We're going to watch cars go vroom. We're going to sit on Putin Bay Island and get drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, It's such a rough life. Um, And and then we'll get to see Bob. Yes. And Mary and probably their son, uh, Jeff, I think, is the one that lives in, I got. They have two sons, and I get them confused. But, yeah, one of the sons will probably be there, too. Okay. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. Now, now the race the race is only until the... Tw- I'm confused. I don't know if it ends on the 23rd or the 22nd, because the graphic on their website says it ends on the 23rd. And then the schedule says that the race is on the 22nd. So I'm like sitting here going, I have no clue. But guess what? If we spend a couple extra days in Putin Bay getting drunk, I don't care. <laughs> Made our reservation. We we've got a hotel room that has uh internet. So which won't matter. I'm bringing my laptop. We'll be able to record some shows. There you go. And uh yeah. Yeah. Wow. We'll be in Ohio, and we get to see we get to see the other Bob. No, all the Bobs. Bob. <laughs> I'm telling you, Burke's really excited about about the Bob show. Yeah, we get, we yeah, that's that's the word I was thinking of. Excited. <laughs> I I <laughs> hey, I I have to I have to give a shout out to the Bob. Because the Bob's mother actually fell the other day and oh, broke, no. broke four bones in her foot and oh. shattered her ankle. Oh, oh, that hurts thinking about it. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He's he I mean I sh- I should say he, he's really not doing well, but honestly, his his mom's someplace else and he doesn't have to take care of her now he's getting a little mini vacation so yeah i think that's the happiest bob i've ever heard in 25 (laughs) years (laughs) Mm. swish 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 (laughs) that that tooth i'm telling you i'm gonna be hammered by the end of the show (laughs) I, i i had to what else did I spend money on this week? Oh, <laughs> BMW. It's a new car. 328i convertible. <laughs> Burke's just looking at me going, that's going to drain your pocketbook quicker than grease style <laughs> shit. <laughs> Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> Take it a last nod, take a miracle. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs> I, hang on. It's German engineer. And honestly, okay, so I bought it used. Yes. 
60,000 miles. That's it. It's good miles. The, this guy kept it in a garage the entire time, never drove it during the hot summers and never drove it during the cold winters. So yeah, we were looking over. I mean, I, cause he, Scott called me up and we started kind of chatting and we started looking at, uh, you know, car faxes and all sorts of stuff. And uh, this, the guy who owned it originally, uh, had done just every maintenance when it was supposed to be done at a BMW dealership. And it looks like a good car. I mean, it's just, you know, as long as you've got a decent local garage, because taking that to a BMW dealership, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that because I've got Julio. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Julio. 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 Julio's little shop is, he does. Because is Scott's listening for something? Yeah, because something happened. And do you have a fan on in your? I do. That's it. It just popped in for a second. Oh, okay. I, I think it was. I think it was because your wife was talking or moving around in the background. Could have been. And, and your microphone just picked it up. I was like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, I've got a ceiling fan on, and then a small louder fan on the floor i think gonna... it, i think it was the smaller yeah yeah fan. but anyways I, who who gives a flying hoot about that because i have a bmw that's montego blue not just plain blue it's montego, montego blue with rich corinthian leather <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, uh, I'm so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I I got him from twelve ninety nine down to nine grand. Nice. I think I think I I think I paid ninety two hundred for it, and it's got less than a hundred thousand miles. It's a two thousand nine. That stupid fucking computer is going to be a pain in the ass, and I know it will. Nah. Uh, everyone online talks about the fact that they had to replace their four thousand dollar computer, which, yeah, fine, okay. With what I saved on what I paid for the thing, I don't care. And it's got all the interior panels. It's got everything. <laughs> the only problem that I found in that car is the door handle on the passenger side. The inside handle that you use to pull it has started to come apart. Mm. The rubberized portion God, yeah. of it. And, and, you know, like I said to the guy, if the guy was using it as a convertible in this Texas sun, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Mm, mm. we're waiting for the alcohol to numb the twofer right now so now i will say this no sun fade on that paint no clear coat coming up yet nice and not one lick of rust there well is that an issue in texas it's not well it's not unless you're buying a used car if you're buying a used car, if somebody brought it down from up north. Oh, well, I get, uh, yeah. Okay. I hadn't thought about that. Okay. That um, makes sense. That, that's why 
the first thing I always do is check the Carfax and see where that car has resided. If it's a northern car, I won't even touch it. Like, oh, yeah, no kidding. Kristen's mom's Toyota, which was a 2009 uh, Toyota Corolla with 130,000 miles on it. Luckily, she wrecked it, thankfully, um, <laughs> because it came from New England. And I'm oh, telling you, yeah. the, the, the rocker panels and the the it, two- yes i i know i drive cars in ohio for more than a hundred thousand trust me i'm oh, i'm I, well aware of what I, <laughs> I remember your honda your honda started to get really 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 rusty my, well my first one started getting right above the rear wheel like a hundred thousand miles it was just a weak point um my last one Made it to around 150 for starting a little spotty rust. It was just a weird, hey, kitty, kitty. Is I it, see a kitty. Oh, is that? <laughs> uh, hey, Trudy, what are you doing? <laughs> Becoming a star. What are you doing, Trudy? Oh, here she comes. <laughs> Where are you going? What are you going to do? Huh? Huh? Oh, you want my bourbon? here you go (laughs) you want my bourbon uh oh here she comes walking down the street why can't my cat be like that my cat would be biting my face right now (laughs) drawing blood this is the trudy this is this is actually uh (laughs) this is actually mama sfetti's cat and Mama Sveti gets upset every night that she sees the Trudy. <laughs> Trudy's all over me. And if Mama Sveti comes near her, she runs. <laughs> Isn't that right, baby? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are you saying? Hello, Daddy. Look at that. She she was she was a rescue cat. And um when when mama's when Mama Sveti picked her up. They told her, this cat does not like men. <laughs> yeah, that cat looks really <laughs> here. Look at my asshole. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make your microphone smell not so new anymore if it gets any closer. Okay, okay, baby. You got to go. <laughs> oh, God. No, love me. Don't let me go. I love you, Daddy. Oh, You're fucked. I, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, don't sit on your glasses. They just fell off, dude. Okay, Trudy, you're you're done. It and don't don't come over here. So she's coming over to the other side. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, don't you wish Kendrick was like this? Oh uh, yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, anyway, so we were we were talking about the new microphone, and I told Burke before we started the show. Mm, this thing, it smells. It smells new. <laughs> now it's now, got that new microphone smell. <laughs> now give it three hours of hot dog breath along with uh bourbon and bourbon cats. and beer and hell this thing's gonna smell like ass. <laughs> uh, hey, so while we're at it, 
What did you have going on? I oh. think somebody had something special happening this week. I keep getting pictures of women in bikinis. <laughs> so, um, been talking about fixing up the boat, blah, 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 blah. So Bob and Mary were working the tall boat show in Cleveland this past weekend. And instead of them just driving up and getting a hotel room and working it, they take their boat up and park it in the marina, which if you're looking at my picture, that is the picture off the back of the boat. And that is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ooh, I think we've been there. Right there. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Right there. That's awesome. This, this thing here, that's his new uh, rudder. Oh, I was going to say that was my penis. but Yes, it reaches all the way from Texas to Cleveland. Right. You never know. <laughs> so, yeah, I went up uh, Friday and sailed almost all day Friday. Uh, Saturday now. Have you ever been like on small sailboats? Yes. Okay. So if I say 18 knot winds and three and a half foot waves, what does that make you? Yeah. That makes my butt pucker. (laughs) Is it a monohull or is it? No, it's a, it's a trimaran. Um, well, in a, on a trimaran, trimaran, I wouldn't be too, uh, it was still pretty dang spicy out there. Cause I was, you're, you're, you're riding waves up and down. I had to stand on one of the Amis. Is that what it's technically called? One of the outrigger parts. I'm, I'm the, I'm the heaviest person on the boat. Um, I'm the counterweight. I'm to keep the thing from flipping this way. So you're the leaner. Yeah, I was the leaner. So every time we tacked, I had to run to the other side, lean on the other side. Yeah. Um, and, and be I mean, sure you duck quickly as you're running. Yeah, I know, right, man? That boom, that boom. It's quick <laughs> as shit when that wind changes. Yep. Um, and um, did, I'm standing on this outrigger and like we'll hit a, a wave just right and, and the bow will part the wave and it was getting drenched up to my neck. With what I mean, it was it was some spicy. We did that for like an hour, and we were exhausted because I mean, you you, you got to stand up, and it's like riding. Like imagine, uh, like one of those mechanical bulls. Now imagine trying to stand on it as if it's like a surfboard and ride because that was you know all of a sudden it just drop out from underneath you. It's, oh yeah, it was it was fun, you know. But man, it just wore you out. So, so- roll. Rolled in Saturday after that, and um, I actually actually had a small craft advisory like midday on Lake Erie after that. Um, and then Saturday, well, I ha- had never been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I love rock. Oh. I know, right? Oh, that- I've been next to it. I that's, love rock and roll music. That's Why right. have I never been there? When we went to Bare Naked Ladies, they did not, or you and I did not go into the Rock no, and Roll Hall of no. Fame. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I can under I, I can see your conundrum now. So, no sailing. I got time to kill. It's right there. Uh, I, you're out of focus now. That's much better. So I said, screw it, and paid some money and, and waltzed in and probably a couple hours. I could have spent four or five hours in that place. Honestly, it was huge. 
and it's because that building is so oddly shaped man. you're like you're walking through and you're like you have no idea where you are if you're going in the right direction it's a little confusing at first don't go in drunk or high because it would be even worse um it, it it is um if i remember correctly i was there in 2019 Kristen and i went and it was six stories tall yes um the upper level is probably one of the coolest displays that and and they rotate the display that's up there. Mm-hmm. Uh at the time that I was there they were dealing with prints and uh the start of MTV. Gotcha. They had the Beatles downstairs. Now did, did the they year- have the wall up on like the fifth fourth fifth floor? Pink oh, Floyd well. the wall? No, when, when when I was there, the cure was being inducted. So they had a big, huge cure section. Um, the downstairs was, man, I remember the blue glass blocks in the floor. Glowing, yeah. And I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, That's where I, you walk into the floor zero as you walk up. Yeah. Those are I, cool. I think they were doing. If I remember correctly, they were doing the history of rock and roll um and and the the live versions of of things. So you had Bruce Springsteen down there. They had a whole bunch of other things. It was The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is probably the best museum in the Cleveland Akron area. And, and I actually put that above the NFL. Uh, That's Canton, so that doesn't count. Well, I, I said Cleveland, Akron, Akron, and Canton kind of go together. <laughs> the the don't, NFL. Don't pro- tell that to the people in Canton. They won't like it. <laughs> the Pro Football Hall of Fame is a, it's a fabulous place. And I'm a sports fan. I, I've been on top of it. I've never been inside of it, but, um, well, maybe that's something that we'll have to go do. Um, you're talking about me. Yeah, I know. I know, but it's still a part of the history of the town that you live in. Jeez, man, you live right next door to it. Uh, I, I, I could walk to it from your house. Yeah, I know. People park in my front yard sometimes because they want to go to the thing. <laughs> All right. So, so anyways, anyways, I still think that that is one of the best museums. It is truly in, fantastic. In the Cleveland area. The Cleveland Museum of Art is still one of my favorites. Uh, they have a huge display for Georgia O'Keefe, who is who has been one of my favorites for years yeah the art museum is 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 a world-class art museum and, oddly enough and it's in cleveland and the great lake science center is is phenomenal but i it's I, geared for kids though it really i mean if you've got little kids well, it, and you want to wear them out that's where you take them it is until you go into like the the john glenn uh center the, yeah the john glenn area but it's not it's not as big as you remember it i'm yeah. telling you <laughs> well, it, it, you know, the the music, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, that's that's 
that's my genre. That's my business. It's huge. Yeah. That's that's what I did for for thirty some years. So I really do believe that that's a that's an icon for that city. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Cleveland was lucky to get that. Oh yeah. And uh, it, it's like I said, it's. Dude, I grew up in that natural history museum, and and that's <laughs> that's really close to my heart. The, yeah, the, the the natural history museum in Cleveland is awesome. The art museum is awesome. Their car museum is actually very very good. With the Auburn, is it? Um, yeah, the Auburn. Yeah, is a very good car museum. It's not huge, but it's very very good. No, but the, what I liked about that that museum is that they're very very forward. And, and and explain to you the different vehicles and the differences that 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 car made in in the world. I thought yeah. it was a phenomenal museum. There's, I I have said this for probably thirty years. Cleveland has the best museum scene outside of New York City. New York City has has a lot of museums. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I, I think it goes New York, Washington, D.C., then Cleveland. Billy's um, uh, museum is nothing to scoff at either. The one that, you know, Rocky runs up the steps to. Yeah. That is a really good museum, too. Holy cow. That was bright as fuck. <laughs> no, my, my, uh, I have my phone set to strobe whenever somebody sends me a message <laughs> so i was just sitting here talking and all of a sudden i look over and it's like oh, i happy. can't see Palsy. <laughs> uh okay okay so anyway after the oh rock shit. what do you spill again yeah Hello, turn up this is a free call from an inmate at the Pickaway Correctional Institution. To accept this free call, press zero. To refuse this, this call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using GTL. What's happening? How is it you know exactly when we are recording a show? <laughs> I guess maybe back tomorrow or something. Um, yeah, what? Why don't you call, call me tomorrow? Um, I I have I have a lot of news that I gotta tell you. <laughs> All right, I'll hear you tomorrow about the same time. All right, brother. Bye. It's your brother. <laughs> so anyway, uh, rock and roll of fame. I actually kind of walked into the the science museum there. I didn't do like pay my money and walk through or anything. I just kind of like peeked around the corner. I was like, Oh yeah, this is I mean, the, the, the space yeah, castle is cool. I've been it's, there. It's all kids. Stuff. Yeah. I've, I've been there once, you know, um, and then walk downstairs. Although I actually did get a picture. They have a rock and roll thing downstairs. And before you walked in, they had, Oh, actually, I can do it as my background. Yeah, buddy. Do it. Where is it? Where do are it. you? Do it, do it. Do it, do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Burke 
I'm looking. Oh, there we go. There you that. go. That is an old soundboard. Holy crap. Holy. That is. Uh, that is Jimi Hendrix's soundboard from 1967. Mm. Which means that soundboard and myself are the same age. Mm. That was just, I thought that was just flipping cool. So. <laughs> Well, like I had to take a picture. What I found cool is the fact that you are a year older than me. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, also, you're wiser than you. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, whatever you say. So we got Rage Against the Machine right there, guitars and amps. Eddie Van Halen, guitars and amps. Mm. Joan Jet guitars and leather jackets. Yeah, just yeah, just phenomenal stuff. I you know, I wish I would have had the time to read all the the placards and all that. I mean, it, it, it could have been four or five hours there easily. Um and from there, because I had tickets to get into the tall boat show, yes. the the Mathers, the ore boat that is parked out behind the science center was free admission. Really? Yes. And I've always wanted to go on that ship. So that that's a big ass red ship. That is gorgeous. Oh, it's, it's, well, it's actually, Oh, that's a hell of a generator. There you go. Yeah, there it it's, is. It's red on top, black on the yep, bottom. Yep. Um, now, my favorite thing to go to in that area is the submarine. Did you get to go? I in? did not. It was, uh, dude, by the end of Saturday, my legs were cramping up. My feet were cramping up. It was hot as balls. It was dry up there. Um, yeah, I was dying. Um, what the hell are you going to do in Putin Bay? Sit and drink. Duh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to make argue. sure I put on sunblock this fucking time, man. I got cooked. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to argue. <laughs> no, it looks like it was a, a fun time. Did you yeah. sleep on the boat? Yeah, we just slept on the boat. Now that was, that had issues too, because it was literally at the very corner of the marina. So to one side was the restaurant, which thankfully closed early right across the, it's ninth street pier. Right across the street is the Good Time 3, which runs till, I don't know, 11 midnight, whatever, and it's weekend, so there was like partiers, blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, and I don't know why, all Friday night was helicopters once an hour landing, and they land in the same, because of the restricted airspace above uh, airports, they can't just come in high and this drop straight down they have to take the same flight path that a airplane would take and the way the wind was blowing it would go right over the boat like once an hour at midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m 3 a.m 4 a.m these yeah. monstrous fucking <laughs> yeah on wait, the hour wait, every hour wait 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 make that noise again <laughs> <laughs> because 
it's apparently so loud that your microphone is cutting parts of it oh, out. No. <laughs> and it, it sounds like you're warbling. It's <laughs> oh, you sound like so, you. Yes. But you so, had a good time. Yep. And then and then after the Mathers was oh, I take that back. Friday night, Bob had made friends with the captain of oh damn it i can't remember the name of the boat uh it's a canadian boat tall ship big one and so after everyone was gone captain jeff who i then referred after i met him referred to him as captain ron because he was like he was a mix between captain ron and captain jack sparrow he was just like like he had the weird kind of like wobbly and he was a he, he, he would talk like this uh, one side of his mouth and you're like i'm like what the fuck did he just say and he's canadian to boot so he's got a little bit you know <laughs> about this and it's what? captain ron i know right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what a bullshit i'm like what it's the mighty mighty boston do i want a molson canadian well fuck yeah i want a molson canadian but i couldn't understand you the first five times you offered it i want a bubba keg do i get a bubba keg i need a bubba keg now the really cool thing about this ship was originally it was a 1943 british tugboat that had sank and they salvaged the hull I'm assuming they cut it in the middle, stretched it, and yeah. turned it into a schooner. I mean, it was like I, I, I'm, I'm like sitting there going, "There's, there's no, there, no, nobody would be dumb enough to do that." But apparently, some engineer was. Uh, so yeah, we're sitting. sitting I don't talking. consider myself dumb. I consider <laughs> myself to be a smart man. <laughs> right. So anyway. So anyway, so Saturday was, you know, walking around the tall boats, blah, 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 blah. Went out to dinner. Uh, and then Sunday I had to leave early because I was parked on 9th Street. I paid like 20 bucks a, for Friday and 20 bucks for Saturday. If I was there past a certain time on Sunday, I had to pay another 20 bucks. So I just, I booked it on home. But it was a long weekend. It was a lot of fun. A lot of cool boats. Yeah, yeah it was just a really, really good time, man. Hmm. We're going to have to. We're going to have a good time. We are going to have a good time. Listen, before we get into what we're drinking today, I think we are already at a break. <laughs> well, already then. <laughs> and, and the only thing that's telling me that we're already at a break is the fact is, that you have to pee. Is the fact that I have to pee and I've been rubbing my, my, my junk for the past 45 minutes trying to stop it. <laughs> I'm no. already I'm already peeling. By the way, I started peeling yesterday. <laughs> Good. I got you. cooked. I saw I saw you picking it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. We have more stories and more stuff to talk about, and we might get to what we're supposed to talk about at some point in time. I'm not sure. And then again, we might not, and that's okay. Uh, you never know. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna take us out with. Yeah. A little bit of cranberry.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. That's a band. That is a band that is actually in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That is the cure, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the cure, the cure, the cure, the cure, the cure. One of my favorite bands. I sent him a picture of some stuff from the cure in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Really? Uh, Really? He did. He sent me the jumpsuit. Right. I was like, holy cow! That's the fucking jumpsuit from the video. I don't know why the cure was always calming. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I have TX Texas Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Ooh. There it is. Straight Ooh. from Texas. It's actually distilled down here. Yeah. It, it's, I've mm. There's a there's a uh there's a casino down here that I I go to two casinos. I got a Windstar as well as uh Choctaw in Durant, Oklahoma. One's in Durant, the other one I don't know where it is, but Windstar's only about an hour from my house and and Choctaw's about an hour and a half. But Choctaw has the Texas Bourbon Bar. Well, that sounds in, good. <laughs> in its casino. I have 
many a times sat at that bar and gotten shitty. I mean, not a little pissed. The the bottle is really nice. The um, the top banding is leather. The cork is like wood with a leather top. It's real. It's very pretty. So how does it taste? Though? Oh my gosh, this is good. Holy cow! Well, talk to me. Tell me what okay. you're tasting. What What do you feel? With a smooth start, it's not too florally. Uh, you do get the caramels. Um, you're not getting too much burnt oak, but you're definitely getting a little bit of oak in there. It's a, just a really well balanced uh, bourbon. Um, very smooth, very drinkable. Uh, I would not mix this with anything. It was a straight only, on the rocks only drink. Uh, 90 proof. Yeah, no, it's uh, I'm I'm real pleased with this stuff. I was drinking some earlier, but refrained from uh, commenting on it because we had to talk about what we were drinking tonight. And oh. I'm gonna have another. I'm gonna have another sip here. And I haven't poured mine yet. It's just smooth on the tongue, even though it's ninety proof. There's just it's it. There's no burn or anything. little vanilla finish on there yeah that's that's really so is this really the, outstanding is this the uh uh cask reserve or is this... no this is just the plain old they didn't have anything but this the plain texas straight bourbon there okay. was one that i had a picture of that i was trying to find but you know being ohio it's tough to find these things where did you go there is one that is a cognac finish that I really wanted to try out, but did not find that. But I found the regular TX bourbon, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try this out. And I'm not disappointed, man. It is very, very good. All righty. Yeah, this sounds like, well, I, I've had You've Texas. had it, yeah. <laughs> it's a phenomenal product. They 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 really do a nice job distilling it. it, it I've never had a product of theirs that was like uh, that aftertaste burning sensation where you were just like, dude, somebody made some liquid fire <laughs> and I was stupid enough to drink it. Um, so yeah, I, I do dig that. I do dig that. I'm drinking American barrels. Never heard of them. Kentucky bourbon. This I'm I'm gonna show you this bottle because first off, you showed me a picture of that a little while back. Yeah, that's a cool looking bottle. Now now look at the bottom of that. Is that all copper? It is. And that, wait, oh my, it's a oh that's wicked cool. Uh, you're from Texas. You're gonna fit right in with that. <laughs> it looks like the end of a shell casing. It looks like a shotgun shell with a snake wrapped around it. <laughs> But the, it's the glass that makes the snake. It's, it's, yeah. Mm. So the snake, yeah, it, the snake is, is part of the glass. It, it's just, I, I will post a picture of it on our website. 
of course. Um, it is from Owensboro, Kentucky, which is where uh, the um, the wall trips are from. Oh, Daryl uh, and Daryl and Michael Waltrip are both from Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, 86 proof. And I have not tried this yet. You guys Ooh. are getting to see the first. <laughs> so I got I got the D cup. The Davis you got, Cup. You got the Davis Cup. You got the round ice cube. Yeah, you're 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 golden. All right. Here we go. Put the cork back in. It's an actual cork. I can't believe that. Uh I think I spent I think this was 45 bucks. This is not the most expensive bourbon I've I've bought. As a matter of fact, the most expensive bourbon I've bought is coming with me <laughs> to Ohio and will be shared live with our audience. All right, so there we go. I got the Davis Cup. Look at that. Look at that baby. Pretty. Yeah, I think mine was 40. So not cheap, but not horrible expensive. Hmm. You know, I'm getting oak, but I'm getting fruit. This has almost a fruity end to it. Interesting. Uh, I hate it when they don't say anything except for the fact that this may cause you to uh, uh, hemorrhage and die in a car crash. Yeah. That's <laughs> impair your ability to drive. No shit, dip fuck. Uh, Tell us how you really feel. Jeez. <laughs> Government warnings are the stupidest motherfucking things ever invented. Hey, man, we better tell people that this shit gets them fucked up. <laughs> they may uh, not know. Um, I don't think I'd be drinking it if you didn't get <laughs> fucked up from it. <laughs> mm. No bad aftertaste. No burn. Yep. Uh it is it is a little bit lower proof than what you're drinking. And that's okay. I mean, I'm I'm good with if they're going for flavor, you know, knocking it down a couple proof, that's fine. It does not have to be 90 proof to be good bourbon. You know, I'm going to have to sit on this one. I think well, I sat on the Willet as well for a while, yeah. Uh before I made a decision on it. It's it's not a bad bourbon, but I don't know if this is really going to. I don't know if this checks my list. Like the Basil Hayden Toast was a very mild yeah, bourbon. But it had a lot of character. But it had tons of character, which which I like. The Willet is is something that I I, I personally believe is probably the best bourbon out there. Um I know that everyone they like my my buddy from work is into Bardstown. Okay. And 
I can understand that. It's an expensive bourbon. I think Willet tasted better than Bardstown because I, I like the I like the vanilla. I mean, this is all personal opinion too. It's what you like, what you well, like. It, you know that that's the thing, guys. Is that for for those of us that that drink bourbon or are purists, um, each one of us are going to have different taste buds. Each one of us are going to be looking for different things. I'm more into the sweet. Yeah, um, and that's why I like. The Willet, it's got a strong it's, vanilla flavor. Yeah, the sweet, the caramel, the vanilla, those are those are things I look for in a bourbon also. And, this and, is... You, you know, anyone can infuse bourbon with the flavor of oak. It's when you're able to distill something and give it a different flavor by using the old techniques that you become a little bit it becomes a little more interesting to me. I like things with depth. There was that one bourbon that you you drank on the show the one day that that you the looked at me. You were like, wood- "Oh, I don't know. I don't know." So, <laughs> it was like I a mean, Woodford Double Oak or something. Yeah, it was yeah. so intense. It was like I it, couldn't talk about it. I was like, "It's," and and that's that's a that, sit around the campfire, have one glass kind of bourbon it's it's not something you can enjoy every day because it's just it's too much you know well it's a little too intense i would not go as far as to say i couldn't enjoy it every day (laughs) it would just get old i mean it's like you know how many many times can you drive 150 miles an hour and then still enjoy it it's like i'm driving 150 miles an hour again well Well, remember, I have a BMW 328i. I could drive 100 miles an hour for a long time, my friend. <laughs> Until it broke. <laughs> <laughs> then, then it sits in the garage <laughs> and becomes a beautiful lawn ornament. <laughs> It's a pretty flower pot you got in your front yard there. I know it's German. It's awesome. I'm growing wisteria out the windows. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah, this uh, I will tell you. I'll, I'll after the next segment, I will have an answer on the American bur- barrel. Okay, it's different. It's it's different. But it's uh, it, this is such a weird thing. I'm not even getting the oak. It's just uh, mm, I don't know yet. I don't know. I I'm I'm almost leaning towards the uh. It's kind of bland. And sometimes I'm okay with like bourbons that are like lean towards the whiskey end of the spectrum because mm-hmm. it's an easy drink. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's, it's, it, it, it tastes good. It's easy to drink. And, and, and I'm okay with that. You know, well, I, as, I forgot I have ginger ale today. So I may try this with ginger ale. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. There's, there are certain, bourbons that you just kind of sit back and go okay 
Well, it is what it is. But but you see, you, you and I experiment so much yeah. that it's almost becoming a uh it's almost becoming an art like to to figure out the notes to figure out what yeah what is yeah going I, on. I totally get all these guys that that do it for a living they just taste bourbon and, and explain it and and you know rate it and everything is like yeah there's there's so many different i mean i guess it's like going to different restaurants and trying you know you could try the same dish at 20 different restaurants and they're all going to taste differently. And it's the same, you're in the same boat and some you might like because it, it uh, almost tastes like comfort food and some you might like, cause it's spicy and got some overtones that you didn't see coming, but really blend well. So yeah, it's, it's all, it's all fun. It's all good. You know, they all have their place. It's all fun and games until you shoot your eye out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Hey, you know what else we were talking about this? I mean, we we we've been talking a lot this week. Yeah. Besides the buying plane tickets and hotel rooms and a new five hundred dollar microphone. Uh yeah, we tried out last week and we couldn't use the 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 podcast or the footage. We tried out playing games. Oh yeah. Uh, the, so this is the first time that they are going to hear us talking about the fact that we're recording on the new computer. Yeah, I am. Uh, and my, Oh, and that, oh, that's another thing. I, I got my it guy to fix mine. So like everything, but the printer works and he's actually going to log in remotely tomorrow and see if he can figure out why my printer won't talk to the computer. Um, but otherwise it's fabulous. Wait, it's, is you, is your computer plugged in USB or is it the the printer is plugged in USB? Yes. Hmm. And I downloaded new drivers for it and 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 when you run the the Hewlett Packard software, the software and, and you you know is it working? Yes, it's working. Okay, great. Print a test page. Nothing. Okay, run the diagnostics. Hmm. It's working great. Print a test page. Nothing. See, you I went had... into Windows and Windows like it's missing a driver. It's like I just downloaded the most recent drivers from the manufacturer's website. What more do you want? I had the same problem with my LaserJet uh, 200 MFP MWP multi work for MWP. Yeah, this thing's got like a scanner and a pre yeah, yeah. Um, I just went through the exact same thing and I ended up having to force the driver into the driver wouldn't automatically install. So I ended up having to take the driver apart and put it into windows where it's supposed to be. And all of a sudden it went, Oh fuck, there's a computer there or there's a printer there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause when you plug it in windows automatically goes, Oh, I'll do this for you. Uh, no, it don't work. Now, now <laughs> here, here's, Here's the fucked up thing, people. I will. God, I'm going to have to cut out a whole bunch of swear <laughs> words. Squiggly do. Squiggly do. Squibbity. Squibbity. It will actually scan via the document feeder again. Ooh. I went 
almost three years with this thing not printing through the document scanner on my old computer. Oh, no. And so now I plugged in the drivers and all that, and I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll give it a shot. I stuck a couple of pages into the top to see if the automatic document feed works. Guess what? It works. It works. You got a little scotty chubby off that, didn't you? Telling you, Microsoft sucks. Yeah, they have um, issues. Apple sucks. They yeah, all yeah, they suck. have. They all suck. See, ultimately, Linux just is such a pain to deal with. But yeah, I. I but it's foolproof. I don't yeah. have to. I don't have to. You just got to learn. You have to learn how to do it. So, so I was, I was sitting back and I was talking with one of my friends. Uh, about the whole Microsoft uh, debacle that that I'm having, um, I I told Burke kind of what was going on. I I I had that. I have a new computer, and they installed Microsoft OneDrive immediately. Um, so I fire up my computer. I load all of my documents from my old computer onto it, and it decides that. All those documents have to be backed up on OneDrive, which the one gigabytes that they give you is not mm -hmm. going to store the 400 gigabytes that I have. So all of a sudden I'm using Excel and it says this is a read only file. I was like, what? Uh, okay, so I save it again, and I save it as a a an editable file, and I start working on it again, and it goes, this is a read-only file. <laughs> oh, God. And I, I'm like, okay, what, what the hell's going on? I've got to get this quote done. I, this is, this, okay. Well, it turns out that when your OneDrive is full, Microsoft Excel will no longer let you save your file. You can't <laughs> edit it. You can't save it. So at this point in time, Scott does what any normal motherfucker would do and deletes all of OneDrive off of his computer. I think you have to go into the settings and tell OneDrive to piss off, but not delete it. I think is how you get around that. Cause like the first time one drives, like, would you like to sign in? I'm like, Oh hell no. I don't have any issues with wonder. And if you download Libre office, it does everything that Excel does, except it's free and Microsoft like doesn't look, but you can save it as a Microsoft document. Uh, okay. Okay. First off, I paid for Microsoft office well there's your problem for my business it's on <laughs> it's on all five of my computers here and it shares all the files between them so if except I, for now <laughs> we'll deal with that in a second <laughs> let me get back to my let me get back to my Microsoft one. Let me get back to my rant story, <laughs> story, rant, story, whatever story. story. It's a <laughs> fucking story. It's, it's a Rory. 
<laughs> it's a scant. It's a it's a it's fory. a scant. It's a fory. It's a fucking story. So it's a fory. Uh okay, let's <laughs> quit with this fuckery. Uh here. Let me make your job harder. Fuckity fuck 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 fuck. Okay. <laughs> Uh, swish, swish, swish. Okay. Make the tooth feel better. You need a dentist, dude. Okay. So, so I delete Microsoft One from my computer, and I'm I'm happy now. <laughs> well, for a moment. When you delete Microsoft One from your computer, it leaves all of the registries leading to the Microsoft OneDrive area. So now all of my documents are going to OneDrive, even though there's no OneDrive there anymore. So I'm like, okay, I want to transfer my documents, my music, my videos, all of that to Drive D because that is my four terabyte hard drive. That is where everything is going to be stored. Boom. That's what I'm going to do. So I right click, right click on pictures. I say move, move to drive D folder pictures. And I press enter and it says, you can't fucking do this dipshit because there's a fucking file that uses all this shit. No, I don't know. I'm like, oh, my God. So I try to do documents and I get you can't fucking do this, asshole. You got to fucking do our own. So so honestly, it wants you to funnel everything through OneDrive back to your computer, basically. So I do what Burke does and go to Google. Hell yeah, boy. The only answer to this problem is to so, actually go into the registry ooh. which anyone who knows the computer going into the registry is bad juju it's 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 a scary place it, 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 yeah one it, keystroke off and you're and, fucked yeah <laughs> you, you will never see your documents again <laughs> Video so, drivers can't see him. Sorry. <laughs> you didn't put the period there. My you're bad. So I'm I'm scared to death now. I I am totally scared to death. And I'm like, okay. So I go in. I, I'll tell you the one thing I do, and a lot of times they will say, here, copy this registry entry and insert it right here. And they show you exactly where to insert it. And you can go copy, paste. Pray, and most of the time it works really well. <laughs> but here, here's the thing: the the registry edit is is very simple. I've built enough computers; I know how to use it. Oh, it's, yeah. it's not that hard. It's just that if you fuck up one keystroke, you're you're really totally fucked. And what OneDrive has done is in your registry, it has made six entries 
six pathways to your documents. No. Or six pathways to your pictures or six pathways to the music. So I had to change all of that to make it work. So I changed all of that. And when you're changing something like that, you got to be really careful. So I went slow. Four hours it took me to change all of the registry. And all of a sudden I get a text from Burke saying, I'm ready to do the show. (laughs) Like you were supposed to be late, USOB. I didn't even answer. I was like, fuck him. He can wait. Because if I if I fuck this up, I will never see. I I I will be doing what Burke's doing and giving it to someone else to fix. (laughs) Now, luckily, everything works now. Yay! That's good. Uh, But but I will say this. I will say this out loud before Burke says another thing, ladies and gentlemen. Do not use the fucking OneDrive. No. It is badness. It is absolutely insane that it can shut down Microsoft Excel from saving any of your work. That scares me. Microsoft OneDrive is way too invasive of a program. Uh, that kind of reminds me of when, and, and I can't remember why, I had um, Apple. I had something Apple on my computer for music, whatever. iTunes. Yeah, I had iTunes on my computer for some reason, and it desperately tried to take over my entire system. I was like, hey, you want to make all the pictures Apple pictures? No. You want me to make all the net? No. You want me to no. Like every 10 minutes it's going, you want me to take over your computer? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> iTunes was uh, okay. I love Apple. I, I, I have Apple. Well, if products. you use all Apple products, but here's the integration's the beautiful. It I, is I'll give them that. It is not fucking compatible with an XP computer. Yeah. I don't care what they say. Literally, the minute that I put iTunes in there. It copied every musical item that I had and put it into an iTunes folder. Oh, God. I'm like sitting here going, okay, you just copied 400 gigabytes of music because I have my entire library from when I was a DJ on my computer, and it copied every one of the... dude. I had an entire terabyte being taken up on my computer just for music. Uh, doubles. Doubles. All doubles. <laughs> and and here's the thing, people. If you remove iTunes and put it back on, guess what? It does it again. It does it again. I finally had to download a program that would look for doubles on my computer. And if they were the same name and the same size, it would delete. It would delete all but one of those programs. 
Thir third party software to make Apple work correctly. Yay. Hmm. <laughs> I may have to try that with ginger ale because that's a little tart. Ginger ale makes some. Bur I, it was funny that, like, I kind of discovered ginger ale with bourbon by accident. And then I was watching a couple of bourbon YouTube channels and they said, if you're gonna mix bourbon, use ginger ale. It's the best mixer. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not crazy. It is. It's, 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 it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. But Actually, ginger beer would be even better. And I can't find a good ginger beer near me, but eventually I will. I'll find a good ginger beer. All right. Um, the Archer. The Kentucky Mule, the Arca Menard series, uh, racing series, actually has a sponsor called Spreacher, hmm. uh, and they make cream sodas and different things. They make a ginger beer that is to die for. Mm. As a matter of fact, I think I just received. Four cases of their cream soda and ginger beer uh, that I ordered online. Um, it was not cheap, but <laughs> but you can find it cheap. Yeah, you know. Um, the the first time I had it was at Lehman's. I don't know if you've ever been to Lehman's in Millersburg. I think it's Millersburg that Lehman's is in. L -E -A uh, it sounds familiar, but I've not I've not been there now. Uh and it's it's like an Amish store, but it's not run by Amish anymore, but they sell to the Amish. I don't know, it's a very weird setup. Okay. A lot of wood fired stuff, wood fired stoves, all kinds of stuff. Um that actually may be a, a, a trip that you and I should should take while while i'm there I actually, there's there's that place and then there is a um i don't even know how to explain it there's a, a wood like a lit lumber place nearby but they also carry like um handle material like you could get burled walnut to make yeah. handles for knives and stuff like that it's like very high end it's like one of the best places in ohio to buy wood for you know carving or using in, in knives or whatever let's see here i'm about to burp on you uh i i forgot i can do this nowadays uh since i have the computer from hell <laughs> actually i i if if, if it if it comes up on the network, it comes up as the beast. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, what am I sharing right now? Uh, your desktop and Lord of the Rings on a web browser. Ooh, I guess that is the wrong thing to be sharing. Ooh, look at you. You went on to Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Jackass. You weren't supposed to see that. I wasn't going to let you know that I actually looked up the Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> this time. Uh, 
Well, it's like, you know, I, I figure like that's my thing and I'll, you know, I I always look that up and I always look up Roger Eber just for giggles, you know. And of course, oh, guess what? My computer is fucked. Why? Because I spelled beer on my keyboard. Oh, oh, oh. You want me to look up... Uh... Don't you have a virtual keyboard somewhere on your computer? I'm sure I do. This computer keyboard is done. All right. So what what do you want me to look up? Oh, you know what? I totally know it's done when you tip it sideways and beer comes out of it. Gidron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Layman's hardware. That's it. Uh, share with me and I will share with you. Okay, hang on. I'm plugging in. I'm plugging in my new keyboard. <laughs> you, you don't have a spare keyboard anywhere, huh? Well, I do. I It's the one for my other computer. Uh, let's see if this works now. Hey, look at that. Well, there you go. Layman's.com. There you oh, go. Fuck. Oh, fuck a duck sideways. All right. So, okay. Hang on a second. Let me move the beer cup away from spilling on top of the new print uh, keyboard. Which is not actually a new keyboard. This is the multicolored one that you saw before. I was just using the CyberPower keyboard, which is sad because it has, yeah. <laughs> All right. What, what the hell was I looking for? Um, soda. I wonder if they have it. I guess not. Ooh, look at that root beer. Ooh. Making kits. Ooh, that's fucking cool. Oh, the crusher? Yeah, that oh, that's like a multi cans. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Holy hell, Batman. Only $19.95. Let me tell you, I bought um I bought kerosene lanterns from this place. Uh, back, uh, had to have been two years ago. Whenever we had the big freeze here, right before the big yeah. freeze, I was like, okay, I'm going to order some kerosene lanterns. And I ordered a couple of gallons of kerosene. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it from Lehman's. Great. They shipped it. I received two gallons of kerosene during the freeze. Wow. But, but the lanterns never showed up. Oh, crap. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell, man? So I start looking at reviews and stuff, and they're like, oh, it's a crapshoot if your shit gets delivered. So I was like, holy fuck, what the hell, man? Nine months later. <laughs> I don't even, I'm, I'm like, what the hell? I don't even know what I'm getting from Lehman's. 
open it up two barn lanterns sitting in there i'm like okay cool <laughs> so i i hung them up above my the mantle of my uh of, of my fireplace here hang on see it oh cool okay those are pretty so they're kerosene they're absolutely fabulous do not overfill these things because <laughs> they become jet engines <laughs> you you may you may think i'm comedic and funny however comma <laughs> however i i lit them one night because it was cold it was overfilled and all of a sudden i kept hearing this woof, woof, woof. and then all of a sudden it's just a freaking turbine jet engine blowing <laughs> black smoke out of the top. Like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. It was, it was freaking hilarious. Anyways, um, yes, there is my can crusher. We've seen enough of that. Uh, what time are we at? Is Kime what I'm looking for? I don't know. Are you? You know what? We still have not even Charm, Ohio have not even started what we're supposed to be talking about. And we may not. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So this wood place is called Kime. K E I M. It's a specialty wood store, and it is near Millersburg, Berlin, Walnut Creek area. And you can buy scales to build knife handles and all sorts of cool stuff. They have some really wicked cool stuff. Hey, you know what? Hmm. We're supposed to be talking about something. Do you know what that is? It doesn't sound like what we're supposed to talk about, but. That does. Hmm. Get all warm and fuzzy now. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to. I'm telling you, I'm getting a little hard on. <laughs> Get me a chubby. Get me a ring chub. <laughs> yeah, because I think this is the first. This is the first movie that's going to go in the box. No, well, we already said this is a box movie. We know it's there. We just never talked about it. Mm, Burke, I don't know what to do. I do know that it's almost time for another commercial break. <laughs> I figured. Um, 
Did you figure because your ladder was full or? Nah, it's just I have a good sense of direction and a good sense of time. Oh, no. That's weird, man, because that piece of music sounds like um, Duel of the Fates from uh, the prequel Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it does. Until you get into this. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about Howard Shore here. Yeah, I was going to say, do you know who did the music for this? Oh, yes, I do. Do you realize that every every movie they did, he used the same basis of music? He he is great at it's not exactly themes. It's like vignettes attached to either a person a place or a time right and he blends them so beautifully in this movie in all three movies and and that okay i have so far only bought the soundtrack to the first movie the different areas of the music they they all correlate with each other Mm -hmm. but they are totally different Oh yeah. The writer's theme is totally different from the Hobbit theme. Totally different from the Lord of the Rings theme. Dun, dun, dun. Well, that was Frodo and Aragorn blended together. Yeah, it's oh, it's yeah. Oh, I'm getting a little uh, a little goosebump action there. Dude, I'm telling you, hey, Randy Elfman, Danny, or Danny Elfman, Randy Edelman, mm, okay, uh, John Williams, and this gentleman, all master craftsmen, master craftsmen of of building a show. Or building, uh, being able to build a soundtrack. Silvestri is pretty close. He did a lot of the MCU stuff. Nothing stands out, but man, he 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 will put a mood in a scene and, and just keep building. It, it, yeah, there's there's so many good people out there, but this this soundtrack was just unparalleled. There's so much to to uncover here and i don't feel like i've even scratched i feel like this is kind of like talking about prince i don't feel like i even scratched the surface they're so i mean we could talk about this for 10 20 hours and days bore the hell out of everybody oh we're going to (laughs) that's the problem with this this whole thing you opened up pandora's i know we had to do it, man. We had we had to it, do it. Here's here's the sad thing. You opened up Pandora's box with this. I'm seriously gonna open up Pandora's box with Harry Potter. Oh, oh God. That's months. Months. Do you hear me? Months. Months. All right. 
on that note, guys, we're going to take a little break here. Talk to you soon. I got to pee. Okay, I I get the state champions of Duck Duck Goose. All right, so I know you saw me rip this up. What was it? I went to David McDavid Honda. And applied for a loan on a vehicle that they had on their lot. And it was Chase Bank telling me that that vehicle had too many miles. There's some banks that do not like high mileage cars. This plain and simple. There's a couple banks that are like, oh, it's over 100. Don't want it. Don't care. Well. That was from like two weeks ago. So I already knew that I had been turned down for a loan for that car. So I started to look for cars under 100,000 miles. Now, I, I found that BMW. I I love the BMW. 
<laughs> um, and, and it's a toy car. That is all it is. It's a toy car. Ooh, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm alive. Burke's dying. Sorry. Aren't we all? Hope you don't mind. I had to keep playing YouTube behind me. I I love this song. I always have. <laughs> Gloria may be my favorite song from them. This is probably oh. my second favorite. Gloria. Sunday play Sunday, man. It was another one of those songs that just got the dog piss played out of them on the radio and ruined it for me. Came out in 1985. Didn't quit, didn't quit playing it until 2015. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I, I kind of, it's been a learning curve. I mean, this is the first time that I've I've taken a loan for a used car. Most of the time, when it comes to a used car, I, I'll pay cash. Um, but at this point in time in this this economy, you, you can't find a used car. No, for for cash prices. Uh, so hang, hang on. I'm, a, I'm about to beat a freaking cat. Cause I think she's going to piss on my blanket. Why is it in the computer? It doesn't matter. What do you think you're doing, Dewey? And with that, she walks away. <laughs> oh crap. I'm busted. <laughs> Fucker caught me. He's such an asshole. I'm gonna go piss on Mama's Fetty. Mm, I'm gonna go shit in her bed. <laughs> Just beware when you put your shoes on in the morning, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> These humans are dumbasses. <laughs> We're not gonna be sober enough to talk about this, are we? We're gonna try. <laughs> We're not going to be sober enough to talk about this. You know, every, ooh, ooh, something just went away on my computer. Ooh, Did the just, beer kill something? No, I've already killed the keyboard, okay? Hmm. <clears throat> Swishing on the, you gotta go to a dentist, dude. Dude, what's really cool about that is that the carbonation fizzles in my ear. <laughs> so I I know that you're going to remember this keyboard. Yes, it's all pretty and RGB. Yes, it's back. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it works, man, that's all that matters. The, uh, the white cyber power keyboard <laughs> still has beer coming out of the bottom. Yeah. Did you did you try uh, rinsing it with uh, rubbing alcohol? <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, essentially, what I'm going to do now is soak it in some water and see if that. <laughs> you, yeah. You don't, you don't Why don't you just dunk it in salt water while you're at it? You you don't the amount of beer that came out of it. It's done. <laughs> I mean, I used to have calculators at work, and like people would spill pop and stuff, and the keys would stick, and it would freak out. 
if you douse it in rubbing alcohol, rubbing alcohol doesn't like oxidize metal or anything, but it does dissolve the crap and it works pretty well. Do you see the size of that cup? <laughs> the There's amount, no amount of rubbing alcohol going to come back from that cup. Is that what you're saying? The amount of beer that came out of that keyboard would probably fill this cup halfway. <laughs> um, because everything got dumped into the keyboard. <laughs> Just write it off, dude. I, I it in the backyard. The minute that it was I, good I mean, knowing you, you died too young. Nominees, Patre. <laughs> I saw beer spots on the computer. <laughs> I saw beer spots <laughs> on the mixing console. Yet the keyboard was floating. Not too much I'm going to do with that. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. How? How could you say? There's been a lot of talk about this next song. Maybe, maybe too much talk. This song is not a rebel song. This song is Sunday, bloody Sunday. Like I say, it just got played to death. You couldn't go two minutes on MTV without seeing this song at Red Rock. Which is which is the version that I pulled off here. Yeah. Now there's another version that's absolutely phenomenal online if you guys go to YouTube. And search Sunday Bloody Sunday. He he does the rattle and hum version, which mm-hmm. was which was actually recorded the day after the Inniskilling bombings. Uh, and I think it's one of probably one of the best versions of that song, uh, just because of the the emotion that is there, the context. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I the the whole point in the song is to denounce war of which Ireland went through uh, look at Ireland. Yeah, oh god, they went through so much crap. Oh my god. Ireland was the IRA was fighting against a religious war that shouldn't have even happened. And and it, it's uh it, it it's one of the most emotional versions of that song I've ever seen. I mean, he stands there and he's like, I'm sick of Irish Americans coming up to me talking about the revolution, the resistance. Fuck the revolution. And it was just like that few words that he said said it all. None of us want it. I, none of us, none of us want wars. At least if you're sane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to make money if off of war profiteering, you don't want war. Go but figure. Do, do you think, you know what? 
I really don't think we're going to get to the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I have it up on my computer. I mean, we could talk but, about it. But they, do you think that that's... Okay, what, what starts wars? Religion. Okay, is okay like the war in the Ukraine that has nothing to do with religion. That's one of the few. Yeah, it's a. I mean, that's a despot who is clearly crazy, and I don't want to put a dagger into religion when. I think that that the world needs a little bit more religion right now. Um, yeah, which one? Because well, the, <laughs> I mean, the Ten Commandments are pretty pretty simple: don't steal, don't kill. You know, uh, it, if people lived by that, geez, man, we wouldn't have as many people in prisons. There's just, there's a lot of killing going on right now, and I don't know why. Yeah. There's a lot. Listen, you and I lived through the 80s. Drugs is not the the main responsibility for this thing. No. Uh, Burke and I have both done enough drugs in our life to... to Hey, we're still competent, and I can sell a lot of stuff. Um, it's not drugs. It's a, we got to bring morality back into the world. Oh Lord, there she goes again. She's gonna jump on me. Yeah, but morality and religion are not mutually. They, they're. You don't have to have religion and morality. You can be a moral person and be agnostic or whatever, you know. Now, I worked with Sylvia Brown for years. She was agnostic. I understand that. But she still had the same beliefs that I had. Yeah. Killing people is wrong. Yeah. There, there's there's a couple of rules that you need to live by to live with other people. Don't take their shit. Don't kill them. It, they're just kind of like they kind of make sense kind of rules, you know, because if killing was okay, we'd all kill each other. We'd all be dead. We'd all be dead. And then you can't have a society. You know, if you stole everybody's shit, nobody would have any shit. You know, nobody could live. And then it, it would just, you know, die down again. You don't have to have religion to tell you that you just have to not be a dick i mean it's it's not tough don't be a dick okay so how do we convey that how do we get the shit to stop you know i i i I, I think a lot of this has to boil down to you know we're going power to... power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely and money corrupts and money is power and we're going <sighs> into the philosophical realm tonight people 
Yeah, we're talking about religion. I thought we. I thought. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we. You know. I thought we we said we were not going to do religion or politics on this show. We said that we would not do religion or politics. But here's the thing: we we just had the Uvalde incident, uh, where we're having hearings uh, about the January sixth insurrection, where. One person died and they were shot by a cop. Nobody's talking about the fact that we're. We, we, we saw two years of people blowing up the country. Nobody. Uh, we we got to start talking about how to succeed in civilization without burning down somebody's house or burning down their business when there's just, there's too much violence. And somebody said to me the other day, Oh, it's all about the guns. It's all about the guns. There's something to be said about that. It's not the answer. It's not the one answer. Listen, a gun doesn't pull its own trigger. Yeah, but you got to admit, the reason for a gun is to destroy things. And it's really easy to destroy things with a gun. Okay. You must admit that. You must admit that little detail there. If that guy had gone into that school with a knife, would he have done all the damage that he did? Mm. Would the cops have been scared to go into the school because he had a knife? No. He's got a knife. We can take him down. I might get stabbed. I'll probably live. But I, when he's got ARs and shit, they're like, you fuck that. I ain't going in there. He's got a fucking AR. No. I, I, I could have been a cop in Texas and said, I ain't going in there. I ain't risking my life for that bullshit. I kind of get it in some aspect. But the flip side is like, if you're a cop, you're supposed to help and protect people at the same time. You know, it's like, I, I don't know the answer to that stuff, but I, I, I don't know the answer. I I don't think that banning law-abiding citizens is going to save. Dude, a criminal's still going to get a gun. Uh, criminals will still get drugs too. Uh, yeah, We're, but but okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let's back. Wait, wait. Let's back up a little bit. Why is it easier to get a gun than it is to get a driver's license? Well, I don't think it is. Uh, I do now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I no don't... background check, no mental health check. Who who's not doing a background check though? If you <sighs> go to if you go to a gun dealer, you're having a background check. I mean, do you have to, do you have to take a test? Okay, there's the difference. <laughs> you you finally fell into into what I was I grew up in the Boy Scouts I grew up handling guns I was taught how to use a gun by a cop I I, I my family is from West Virginia like I went and visited that it was like I was taught the proper way to deal with firearms and everything like that I don't own one there's really zero reason for me 
in my circumstance to own a gun, there's too many people in my house that come and go at all hours of the night. It's just not a safe thing to do. Um, I would totally want, if somebody wanted to sell me a gun, I would totally want them to test me and make sure that a, I knew how to use it. B, I knew how to use it safely. Like, like, does anyone out there know about, you know, trigger discipline? Like at all? I, it kind of amazes me that, that people are not being trained on this stuff because I went through the childhood that I went through. I, I mean, and you were in the military. You learned it from the pros. Well, but but I knew I knew how to use a gun before that. I, I started at thirteen in the Boy Scouts. I mean, I can't remember how many times I got yelled at for not having my gun pointed downrange when yeah. I was at Camp Manitowoc. But but you see, I understand that some people are not getting that childhood. How do we? I don't know how to fix this, dude. I do, I I just hate to see law-abiding citizens being punished because somebody's a dumbass, a dumbass, and not been taught. Yeah. And and I'm fine with like owning a handgun for self-defense in your home. I'm absolutely fine with that. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of reasoning behind, you know, if, if you go hunting, you should have a rifle. You should have a bolt action rifle. I'm fine with that too. Uh, you know, semi-automatic ARs. All right. I, I used to be a hunter. I Are you going to go hunting with an AR? I don't need to go hunting with an AR. I went hunting with a 22, 12 gauge over under. Yeah. I went hunting for squirrel and deer. I had a high power rifle, a two, two, three. Yeah. I learned on a two twenty two. Yeah. That I used for deer. And then I had a shotgun and a 22. I, I, they weren't big, well, (laughs) Yeah, the shotgun probably, yeah, but yeah. No, no, I, I had a twenty-two. I had a Marlin twenty-two. It was a it was a fabulous gun, but that thing held 18 rounds in it. But the thing is, is that it's twenty-two. was it an automatic or a semi-automatic? It was semi-automatic. Yeah, it's like semi-automatic twenty-two with an eighteen-round clip. <laughs> Actually, it was a tubular magazine. It was freaking hilarious, man. But, uh, it, it's like it's it's like it's like a thousand horsepower car. It is cool. <laughs> Would I like to play with it? Yeah, absolutely. But is it necessary? Hell no. I had a Marlin twenty-two. That's like having a fifty-horsepower car. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but. That, that, that bullet at nine thousand RPMs, it's it's okay. <laughs> that that bullet ain't gonna do much. I mean, I I shot. But a when score. you can rattle off eighteen and then you know a second and a half, it, that's gonna <laughs> do a little bit of damage. I I shot a squirrel at like three three hundred feet and it bounced off of him. <laughs> I was like, oh. Ping. the squirrel's like, what the hell was that? <laughs> you dumbass! That's <laughs> I'm gonna bite your ass. <laughs> but you know that. 
there's definitely some people that I, I can sit back and go, okay, I, I don't want to see their gun rights infringed, but who the hell needs, I don't know who passed this law where you were allowed to have an AR-15. That's a military weapon. I could take an AR-15 and in five minutes, I could turn it into a machine gun. Yeah. So, like, once again, is it fun to play with? Absolutely, you know. But is it necessary? I, I probably not. I believe in handguns. I believe in handguns with clips that are small enough to, like, most of your nine millimeters will hold six bullets. Yeah, maybe nine. Okay, fine. If you're having to reload every. 30 seconds because you blew through nine. Well, it doesn't matter if you're shooting with a nine millimeter or a 45. The recoil is so bad that you're not going to be accurate. Yeah, after the first a couple of shots. So unless you're in Akron and you can unload 90 bullets into a guy and hit him 60 uh, times. Ah, uh, wait, do you hear about that one? I did hear about that. I was oh, like, Oh God, what? dude, they've, they've got like martial law going on in Akron because of that shit. Yeah, like, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 cops unloaded. They shot 90 times, hit the dude 60 times, hit the dude, hit the dude 60 times, which is, I got to admit, really good accuracy for handguns. Well, really good accuracy for an Akron cop. Yeah, but it's like, is that not a little overkill, possibly? Um, Anyway, that's a whole other, that's a whole other, yeah, whatever. Hey, make sure that you check back soon for part two of this podcast. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.